Hello, you are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. Spying by Jillian Anders OB on AO3. Rating General Audiences. Byers was leaning over his computer, writing an article for the magazine. Enclosed in his quiet bedroom, the click of the keyboard was the only sound he heard, and Byers found it unsettling. It was too quiet. There was usually music playing, or at least the sound of Rohickey and Langley arguing over something or another. But today, now, silence. He kept working for a bit, waiting to finish the article before it was time to prepare for their planned get-together. Rohickey called it a shindig. Langley called it a party. Either way, people were coming over, and Byers didn't want to think about his work all night. What could they be doing? Or not doing, he wondered to himself. He decided to get up and investigate. He wasn't going to clean the party space himself. It needed to be done. And he thought that's what Langley and Frohickey were doing. Yet he heard no papers crinkling as they were balled up to be tossed into the trash can or any sound of the ancient vacuum cleaner that needed to be run over the floors. He decided to investigate. The article wasn't being written. That was for sure. Frohickey. Byers waited for an answer, but none came. What the hell, he thought. Walking towards their workspace at the front of the building, he became incredibly confused when he saw Frohickey and Langley eyeing the security camera footage that captured the front door. There was no one there. So what the hell was so interesting? Uh, guys. They both jumped a mile out of their seats and turned to face Byers, whose brow was knit, the corners of his mouth turned up in amusement. Oh, it's you. Frohickey turned back to the monitors while rolling his eyes. Who else would it be? I'm the only other one here. Never mind, never mind. Frohickey tapped Langley's shoulder to get him to return to the monitors as well. What exactly is it you two are looking for? There's no one here. We invited Mulder and Scully over a little early. What for? This place is a mess, and I thought you two were in charge of cleaning. Langley flapped his hands in an impatient gesture looking to buyers with an exasperated expression. We're doing this for science. Doing what? I'm confused. Frohickey here says that he's 100% certain that Mulder and Scully are, you know, a couple. So he invited them over early, and we'll watch what they do before we open the door. See how they act when they think nobody's looking. How is this any of your business? I can't believe you two. I'm going back to my article. Byers stalked out of the room and headed for his computer again. He paused, though, letting the idea of a Mulder and Scully relationship float through his head for a moment. It was a nice idea, he thought. They had always been close and certainly cared for one another a great deal. Byers shook his head and walked back to the front room. Frohicke gave him a look, then turned back to the monitors. If you guys aren't going to clean, someone needs to. So go ahead and play Love Connection, and I'll do the dirty work. Byers scoffed and began picking up trash, throwing it in an empty garbage bag that was lying on the floor, unused. Wow, you've been so productive, he said, while giving them both an indignant look, even though they didn't pay him any attention. Oh, oh look, here they come. Frohicky leaned closer to the monitors, peering with an expert eye. Byers paused in his cleaning and looked, albeit reluctantly. Mulder and Scully indeed were walking towards the door. There was no sound, but Mulder was saying something that made Scully grin. 
She knocked him with her arm lightly, and he chuckled. So they kid around a lot, Byers thought. Langley put both of his hands on his cheeks in a scream pose when Scully turned to Mulder, examining his face. She stood on her toes and reached her thumb up, brushing the corner of Mulder's mouth, wiping away some invisible speck of dirt. Byers laughed as Frohickey turned to Langley and pointed, with a I-told-you-so look on his face. They all listened as the buzz of the doorbell sounded, jerking Frohickey out of his seat. He walked to the door, pausing a second to turn to Langley and ask, Anything else? Langley peered at the monitor, then shook his head. Frohickey started to open the door, but Langley stopped him with a harsh whisper. Are they holding hands? Frohickey scrambled back to the monitors as the doorbell buzzed again. Indeed. Frohickey smiled like he had just won the lottery, and Langley looked back at Byers, his eyebrows raised meaningfully. Oh, would somebody get the door? Byers dropped the garbage back, figuring it was a lost cause, and stalked over to the door, opening it for their guests. Sorry, guys. Those two aren't being very helpful today. Byers greeted both Mulder and Scully with a warm handshake and led them inside. What's happening, fellas? Mulder took a seat across from Frohickey and eyed him suspiciously. Byers couldn't help but laugh as Frohickey peered at Mulder, then at Scully, like a deer caught in headlights. He had been so sure they were together, and now that they were in front of him, he wasn't sure how to act. Why are we here so early? Or are we the only ones invited to your party? Scully asked, looking to Byers for a straight answer. We just haven't seen you in a while. Thought it'd be nice to catch up before everyone else gets here. Byers wasn't a great liar, but he certainly had to try, considering the truth. He'd have to wring Frohickey's neck next time they were alone. And Langley's, too. Thankfully, Scully simply nodded and smiled, pleased with the answer. Byers was nervous now, afraid of what his two friends might say about the big elephant in the room. It was getting awkward. He walked towards the kitchen, looking for something to do. So, been busy with cases, I presume. Byers heard Langley take a safe route, talking about work. He sighed with relief. Um, we had a case out in Utah recently. Really interesting. A guy was claiming to be the ninth incarnation of Lord Vishnu, painted himself blue and everything. Mulder nodded and watched as Scully chuckled out loud. He was a bit delusional. Nothing supernatural about it. He had a number of followers, actually. He claimed to have divine knowledge. People eat that up, you know. He did seem rather enlightened, and one of his followers claimed that daily meditation with the so-called Krishna had brought him wealth and happiness. He had no such knowledge, Scully deadpanned, staring at Mulder. The follower in question had a bit of good luck and had won a small amount of money in Las Vegas and subsequently developed a gambling addiction. I wouldn't call that happiness, and it certainly wasn't a result of meditating with the self-proclaimed God. Byers watched as Langley and Frohickey listened to the two agents' conversation intently. He knew they were searching for some nod to their suspicions. He rolled his eyes and took a seat next to Mulder. He nearly fell off his stool when Frohickey opened his mouth. That's great. Mulder, are you too? Scully's eyebrows rose, and Mulder's mouth puckered in a questioning look. Are we too what, Frohickey? Scully did her best intimidating stare and Frohickey leaned back a little bit. He stammered, and Langley dared to open his mouth as Byers looked on in horror. Frohickey thinks you two, 
know about each other. In the biblical sense? Skelly's face went red, and Mulder still looked confused. Byer's pulse was racing now. He had to do something. Light in the room before they all suffocated. Byers was certainly having trouble breathing. You invited us over early to interrogate us? Skelly was offended now. Byers could tell. That's none of your business, Langley. She drew out his name, saying each syllable hard, emphasizing her annoyance with this question. Ha! You two are totally doing it. Of course, Byers thought. Frohiggy just couldn't resist, could he? Byers slunk into the kitchen to die, though he couldn't wipe the grin off his face. If you like this story and would like to contribute, you can do so by going to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash audio fanfic pod. As a patron, you are granted early access to one new story of your choosing per month. Thank you for listening. And remember, the stories are out there.